Hey, I'm Tato Katlanya. Welcome to Life with Tato, the podcast. I believe life is about transcending to the highest expression of yourself. Reaching the state of self-mastery takes listening to conversations with unfiltered wisdom and then going to do the work. Your journey to deepening your understanding of self begins today. In this week's office hours, there are a lot of things that have been said about like business models and how businesses need to solve problems that I genuinely think are old and tired and to be quite honest, they're no longer a vibe. And I just took time in this office hours to kind of give you insight as to my opinion around building a business that is interesting and having, you know, a business model that building a business model from a point of view of asking interesting questions or posing them as a suggestion. I also get into what it means to, you know, listen to yourself when it comes to what you're passionate about and having that educate, you know, your direction around what to build and what ideas to invest in. This is definitely an office hours you're going to want to grab your pen and your notes and just kind of journal around where your business fits in if you're an entrepreneur. If you're thinking about getting into entrepreneurship, then this might also be a good episode to get your, you know, your mind kind of thinking about where would the idea that you have in mind fit in. It's definitely one that I think you're going to listen over and over and over and over. I hope you enjoy it and I hope it's insightful and it's something fresh that you haven't heard at business school or wherever you might have heard, you know, content that I just think is just so tired. I hope it's, if anything, interesting. Enjoy. This week's episode of Office Hours, I thought I would have a chat around why you start your business. This is mostly for entrepreneurs, so if you're not thinking about being an entrepreneur, if you don't have your own business, then just give this one a skip. But if you are in a space where you're building something meaningful and or you're thinking about, in fact, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, then I think this episode is definitely going to be the one for you. So I thought I'd start off. I mean, I think it's always quite interesting how people are driven to start businesses for one of two reasons. One, because they're passionate about it or they want to make money or both of them. They're passionate and they found a way to make money around, you know, their business. So I think I'll start off by saying this, like, I know like in marketing school, in like uh, business school, a lot of, you know, content exists around or curriculum rather exists around like the best businesses solve problems. I think I don't agree with that. And I'll, I'll give you my reasoning for this. I think, you know, there are businesses that ask questions and the businesses that give answers in each type of business I believe yes they're solving for something so I'm I'm basically going to try like simplify it and if you can like make notes around some of your ideas and where kind of the business that you're working on fits in so I think definitely the first business is the businesses that ask questions if you can almost think around how 
you know, I think the business model that these businesses are built around are really around like asking tough questions. So if you can think of like, you know, those smart kids in varsity, yes, I was one of them that would ask, <laughs> that would ask like a tough question. So these businesses are like those people. So they, they might say something like, so for example, um, this business said, how might we transport people without owning the cars? And obviously the answer is Uber. Um, and another business model was maybe phrased around this question. How might we put a thousand books in your pocket? And obviously the answer was Amazon Kindle. So those are two very kind of different businesses, but they asked questions around, you know, they, they built their businesses around a business model that seeks to ask a really tough question, but then once they've solved it and they've innovated around it, then they can really draw insights, you know, from answering the question that allows them to build a business that I think, you know, is scalable. But I think it has to start with an interesting question. And to start off, I think, you know, put, well, structure your sentence in how might we and then fill in the blank. The second business model that I spoke about is, you know, they're businesses that give answers. So if you can think about it, this type of business, the business model is built almost like a great suggestion that a friend might give you. So think about it like this. So if you, for example, were like, oh, on WhatsApp and you're like, oh, friend, I really want to like stay indoors tonight. You know, what do you think? type of thing then your friend might be like I think the best way to spend your Friday night genuinely is like just do Netflix and chill you see that statement is a very good suggestion that a friend might give you and so Netflix was built as a business that is almost like it's a good recommendation or it's something that is good to do so it's not necessarily yes it's solving the problem of okay on-demand entertainment but it's just like yo like I want to, you know, do something indoors and just like relax and kick back. What can I do? And just like the f suggestion of Netflix and chill is like a good one. Um, A second example that I can think of in, on the spot is imagine you like WhatsApp your friend about how lazy you are to go for a run, right? And then you, you say to your friend, oh, I'm so lazy. It even looks like it's going to rain. I don't know if I really want to do this run but I have a marathon coming up. I don't really know what to do. What do you think? And then your friend responds, friend, just do it. See, a suggestion. So that obviously brand would be Nike, but it's just the sense of having a business model that is built around a great suggestion that a friend might give. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of um, businesses that I've kind of stress test this over the years and be like oh okay cool is this the type of business model that is built around a really tough question or is this a business model that is built around a really great suggestion and I think once you kind of have a, a clear distinction around what you're building where that falls under uh, then you can like build you know all the all the interesting stuff that we'll get into into office hours um, on other episodes. But yeah, I think at first you might not have it figured out what it is that you are building and where it falls under. And that's okay, but just try it out. Um, and also it's like 
I remember thinking around like when I was starting off and building my business, the biggest thing was, oh, if if I'm trying to solve this problem, right? Uh, how do I price it in such a way that the people that care enough about this, they can feel that, you know, it resonates with them on a level that they can actually pay what it is the business is asking. And in fact, a mentor of mine, Seth Godin, mentioned something quite interesting. I was like, whoa, he actually said, it's not, a mu- it's not how much they have in the bank. It's how much they're willing to spend to solve this problem. I'll say that again. It's not how much they have in the bank. It's how much they are willing to spend to solve this problem. So Seth Godin, obviously, uh, if for those of you that don't know, he's like a marketing guru. He's written like New York um, best time sellers. And he's just one person that is a definite go-to when it comes to kind of like marketing and audience and whether you want to be an entrepreneur and for me like that quote resonated because it's 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 genuinely about like how much are people willing to spend on what you're trying to solve for them so for example if we go back to our um our different like scenarios with uber people are willing to spend to solve the problem of not having to drive their car especially on like a saturday night when you know they've just been to the club and they want to get home they drove their car there but it's no longer safe to drive because obviously you know after a club it's not a vibe (laughs) and you also want to stop at mcdonald's they cops it's just a mess so you rather call an uber right so it's almost like at that point it doesn't matter how much you have in the bank you're willing to spend what Uber will charge you because you want to solve the problem of getting home safely and without having to go through, you know, crying on the side of the road and having to explain to a traffic officer why you're drunk and like driving, right? So if we put that through the model again of how might we put a thousand books in your pocket, which was, you know, Amazon with Kindle, it's not about how much you have in the bank. It's just you know, you're willing to spend on Amazon monthly buying your books because it's too much of a hassle to go to, to say, uh, a bookshop. For example, in South Africa, we've got like uh, exclusive books. If you go to one exclusive books, you might find that the store doesn't have a copy. And so they have to search on the computer where they have copies. Then they might say, okay, the, the store that has the copy that you want is like, a 45 minute drive away so now you have to plan another trip during the week to go pick up the book they have to keep it aside for you but they're only going to keep it for two days and say after two days you forgot to go and so when you get there you find that they actually sold the book now they're out of stock they have to reorder so it's almost like amazon then solves that problem it's not about how much you have in the bank it's about how much you're willing to spend to solve you know getting access to you know, your favorite book that you hear about here and now. And so, for example, if uh, Michelle Obama's uh, autobiography that recently came out, Becoming, comes out in the U.S., the bookstores, you know, locally, say in South Africa, are not going to get stock at least for another, like, month. You can get it by just simply paying your monthly subscription with Amazon and there you go, you have your book. And so you can also not be limited from a 
what you have on your bookshelf, your digital bookshelf. Um, and so, yeah, so it's almost like it's not how much people must be willing to, you know, it's how much people are willing to spend to solve the problem. And the problem isn't always, oh, people need books. The problem is, you know, sometimes around convenience, it's around like how effective you're able, you're, you're going to be able to deliver the service. You know, the problem might even be helping people figure out what they do with their Friday nights indoors without having to spend a lot of money. Um, so yeah, it's just like a level of, it's never necessarily about like, oh, how much are people, like, how much do people have in the bank? But it's, you know, how much are they willing to spend to genuinely solve this problem? And your responsibility, I guess, as a business owner or as an entrepreneur is to figure out those pain points and speak to them. And, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs kind of have an idea and they get married to it without dating at first and it's like you need to date it you need to go through the process of putting it through like a stress test understanding whether the problem that you're trying to solve if it's in fact a problem that isn't already solved by either like businesses and having to say okay maybe I was trying to solve something that is already solved I wasn't aware I admit I'll go back to the drawing board and find something else to solve so yeah, I hope that gives you a bit of context around like what to start thinking around the businesses that you start. And obviously, if you have a passion for something, I mean, people are always asking, how do I find my passion? <laughs> That's the most interesting question. And I think I get it so many times. And I personally believe you can't find passion it's already within you. You just have to kind of ask yourself, why do I think that I lost my passion and in fact uh, not so long ago I was speaking to someone on this um, a follower one of my followers asked about you know how do they how can they deal with how can they find their passion and I said to them you know it's almost like it's it's not and here's the thing when it comes to passion people think what you're passionate about needs to guide what you do and there's a huge difference between being and doing. So if you're in a state of, you know, it's like, why is your focus on what you do and not who you want to be and what you want to serve the world with? And if your focus is on that, then you kind of move in such a way that you also understand that the business that you have that's been, you know, put into your heart or into your mind it's there to teach you something it's there to give you a lesson and so it's almost like when you sit with the things that you genuinely care about and the things that you're passionate about ask what is this passion here to teach me is it here to teach me to you know to pay attention to how people spend their Friday nights is it here to teach me how to better serve people like what is the idea or the business behind the passion behind what you're thinking of doing what is it there to teach you and yeah so there's also like different um business models also around that that we can get into but I'm not gonna get into that but yeah I think I'll end this off with a bit of like some 
while contributing to like your thinking around your passion um i'll say this it's almost like what when we put aside the business ideas and everything that you want to do and we focus on you right you're going to be you're going to be drawn to certain questions you're going to be drawn to certain problems you're going to be drawn to trying to figure out certain things because maybe you've gone through the pain of not having you know a business exists that can serve you with that but if we put all of those things aside and we focus on you and we focus on you surrendering the idea of what you think you need to be to be the next greatest entrepreneur or what you think you need to be to kind of be considered this innovator and like to be quite honest this is just by the way like an ad break i just look at some some entrepreneurs like on twitter and on instagram and they're like game changer innovator uh what's another one that i absolutely hate risk taker and <laughs> uh like i'm just like be yourself like you don't have to define yourself with all those titles of you being you know this next big thing or the next it's like whatever we don't actually care if we look at like the work that you're doing and if the work if you're doing work that matters and work that is meaningful then yeah you know like you've you've pushed us to kind of think on the edge and that's that's okay but you don't have to kind of you know be like oh i'm i'm a <laughs> a, a risk taker um there's one that like people absolutely love and i'm like oh my goodness stop um i can't think of it right now uh i can't think of it but anyways you know those people that like their bios are like so insane um and i always wish like just focus on being yourself just focus on you know like stop stop like trying to do the most and be too much just like sit still and pay attention to why these problems matter why why is it that you need to solve solve this and to be quite honest i i genuinely think behind all of those titles of wanting to be an innovator or risk taker or ooh i found it i i remembered it people that say they are a disruptor oh my goodness if i like usually like even at conferences um when the mc like does an introduction of the panel or the keynote as as soon as the mc says you know starts reading someone's bio and they say this person is a disruptor and a risk taker and an innovator in their field i'm like shutting down i'm like i'm not trying to hear who this person is i'm not trying i'm not there because i believe you know if you're a disruptor you don't have to tell us that we will we will tell you we will know that you know and it's also one of those things that it's like it's unsaid it's unheard it's like we don't have to say it to know that you're that but anyways that's the the word so if you have the word disruptor in your bio or on your twitter like like just yeah just know that when i see it i cringe side note <laughs> um so yeah and then also i think it's important for you to kind of listen to yourself when it comes to 
your passion and what are some of the things you care about that obviously guide what you end up doing in terms of business. A lot of people stop paying attention to what sets their souls on fire. And, you know, we see this because it's almost like people think that the ideas or the businesses that they're thinking of starting are not important enough. And it's like, actually, like, you end up drowning, you end up drowning valuable ideas, you end up, you know, letting the outside world and the noise that the outside outside world is doing drown out valuable ideas, ideas that actually matter, that are meaningful. And you end up silencing yourself and silencing, you know, that idea or that curiosity that led you to almost like even go on the internet and start searching for hours and hours it's like stop silencing yourself because there's a reason why you know you were led on a path of thinking about solving that idea or thinking about pursuing uh, that idea and it's like if you sit down and really ask yourself like what are you passionate about and like what do you care about and and just be willing to to listen, you know, and I think some of us will feel that I lost my passion or I don't know what my passion is because for a very long time we've silenced our our passions and and so when you sit down with your yourself and ask what am I passionate about, you know, you end up with nothing because that's the answer you were willing to give yourself and accept from yourself for a very long time. So it's like if you want to change that and quote unquote find your passion, sit with yourself and and be honest about what is your truth, what do you care about, what do you what do you truly love, and you need to sit and be willing to just listen and accept the answers that come for what they are, and and they may not be grand or they may not be something that the world like celebrates, but they will be you know your truth, and that's always enough. So that's what I have to say about, you know, passion about building your ideas and what types of problems you solve. I hope this was helpful and yeah, I hope it's, it will be meaningful and take the time to sit once again and just journal. And just like that, this week's Office Hours episode is done. I'm so thankful for each of you that actually send DMs, emails, comment on, on social media posts around the work that you're doing. And it's such a blessing to hear how you're actually being able, you've been able to take some of the insights that have been, you know, that I've shared on the podcast and you, how you've been able to apply them to your life. For those of you that just listen and don't make notes and don't apply, we see you. We're waiting for you. You better show up for yourself and start doing the work. Don't just listen. Actually put the stuff into practice. I think the best conversations always happen after this episode. Make sure that you have the conversations with your business partners, with you know some of your clients, your teams, you know even other fellow entrepreneurs. Continue the conversation. I think that's when you actually learn the most and you you have your own personal insights to draw from and, and become better at what you do. I think I'd love 
for you to also share with me your thoughts on what you thought about the episode if you can send me a dm drop me an email i'm open to it i'll read it and respond and for now i'd just like to say you know subscribe to the channel and if you can be so kind rate and share this podcast with your friend for now stay in your lane and keep journeying towards transcending to the highest expression of yourself Remember, the world truly, truly needs it. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm Tato, and I'll catch you next time on Life with Tato, the podcast.